Here I am, a profiteer in mutilation and murder, is the proud self-description of Andrew Undershaft, the munitions manufacturer who bestrides George Bernard Shaw's Major Barbara. Unlike the often one-dimensional lords of war and merchants of death who have littered literature, television, and film in the more than hundred years since Shaw wrote his play, Undershaft embodies the complexities and contradictions of the manufacture of and trade in weapons. He suggests there are only two things necessary to salvation, money and gunpowder. Of government, that foolish gaggle shop, he says, You will do what pays us. You will make war when it suits us, and keep peace when it doesn't. You will find out that trade requires certain measures when we have decided on those measures. When I want anything to keep my dividends up, you will discover that my want is a national need. When other people want something to keep my dividends down, you will call out the police and military. And in return you shall have the support and applause of my newspapers and the delight of imagining that you are a great statesman. The true faith of Shaw's armourer lies in selling arms to all men who offer an honest price for them, without respect of persons or principles, taking an order from a good man as cheerfully as from a bad one. But, interjects a foppish man about town with designs on Undershaft's daughter, the cannon business may be necessary and all that. We can't get on without cannons. But it isn't right, you know. Shaw's inspiration for Andrew Undershaft was Basil Zaharoff, godfather of the modern BAE, together with the Swedish and German armaments magnates the Alfreds Nobel and Krupp. Known variously as the Super Salesman of Death, the Mystery Man of Europe, the Monte Cristo of our time, Zaharoff was the world's first flamboyant, larger-than-life arms dealer, providing the template for those who followed him. As Anthony Sampson, the renowned author of The Arms Bazaar, notes, Zaharoff was a figure of historical importance, for he was not merely a master of salesmanship and bribery, but an operator who understood the connections between arms and diplomacy, between arms and intelligence, and who could serve both as salesman and spy. He represented all the mixed loyalties of the burgeoning arms business. I sold armaments to anyone who would buy them. I was a Russian when in Russia, a Greek in Greece, a Frenchman in Paris. Everything about Zaharoff's cosmopolitan life, including his date and place of birth and his original name, are shrouded in mystery and intrigue, largely of his own making, and in no small measure to facilitate his business interests. A Greek of humble origins, probably born between 1849 and 1851, Zaharoff initially worked as a tout for local brothels. He was also a member of the Tulumbadshi, the Constantinople fireman gang, who would only put out fires for a bribe, and frequently started blazes in order to solicit the money. He soon travelled the world under the identity of Prince Gortsakov, the son of a Russian officer. Arriving in Cyprus almost penniless, Zaharov moved into arms-dealing, first selling hunting guns and then cheap military equipment. He claims to have sailed the coast of Africa in a ship loaded with war materials which he sold to the chiefs of two warring West African tribes. He later said, 
I made my first hundreds gun-running for savages. I made wars so that I could sell arms to both sides. I must have sold more arms than anyone else in the world. Back in Athens in 1874, an influential political journalist, who would later become Prime Minister of Greece, arranged Zaharov's first job in the trade which became his métier. During his early years with the Swedish weapons maker Nordenfelt, Zaharov rapidly increased his knowledge of weaponry, persuading the company to sell its new submarine not only to Greece, but also to his homeland's bitter rival, Turkey. He considered it an unpatriotic act, and somewhat immoral, to sell submarines to the mortal enemies of Greece, namely the Turkish navy, but he always had the strength to overcome such reservations.